0: morning happy monday father hey how you doing i'm great how are you tired you look it <laughs> yeah it was a busy weekend a lot of weddings a lot of masses i have to say it's, we, we were out on the field saturday morning mm-hmm. intramural soccer was back at the at the at the school right and it was just so great to see so much activity mm-hmm. but had, obviously it's saturday our feast day so we did a special mass in the morning, that had that was well attended. Confessions and and Holy Hour immediately afterward. Always, afterwards, always we, well attended. The first Saturday, we had baptism class, so that was back in person here at the at the parish center. So there were a bunch of cars here for that. We had religious ed classes in full swing. Soccer intramurals in full swing. I mean, I drove it was up packed, and it was packed. And I was like, yes, parish life is back. <laughs> it it is, and. You know, every Saturday,
1: thankfully, since the pandemic, we've been very packed during confession. We were hearing confessions, four of us, till, no, actually five of us, until, until, right up until 10 a.m. when confessions end. And it was just nonstop. And it was a nonstop weekend. You, you, you met, you, you, you commented it when both Father Andrew and I walked into the office this morning. He's like, you guys looked like you were run over by a truck. No. Well, I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's how a priest should look. On After Monday morning, yep. That's, you know, that's <laughs> that's how we should look. Sometimes we feel more refreshed than other days, but, you know, uh, but no, it's it was, uh, we, we were watching, we, we were, you know, he, we both had very, you know, a lot of activities yesterday and he had stuff outside the parish. I had commitments and, and um, we were both sitting there like, and we talk a lot during football games. Let me rephrase that. Father Andrew talks a lot during football games. I <laughs> And he'll I, be the first to admit I, it. I try, so. <laughs> I, I try to keep up. And you know, and we were both most of the time we were just there, like uh, we we're quiet watching, watching a, a football game. So I mean, but it, but it, but it's, it's part, it's part of the life of a priest. It's, it's something that you know. I remember a priest once uh, when I was a younger priest. Uh, one of the older Irish priests was telling us "But you know, if a priest isn't beat up by the end of Sunday, did he really do Sunday?" You know, and, that, and that's true. Even even if you have one or mass or two masses, and I had two, and Father Vander had three. He had, Committed to a mass outside the parish, you know, you know. Even if you have one or two masses, it's just all the stuff that goes on and interacting with the people. People ask for a blessing. People ask for anointing of the sick here, maybe a confession there, and also sick calls that you that you may get on Sundays. Fun, and that's, you know, one time a friend of my father made the fatal mistake of telling my father, "I oh, know, because priests only work on Sundays." Oh, <laughs> wrong move, dude. Wrong move. So, but yeah, but it was it was a busy weekend, and now, you know, just get through the morning. And Father Andrew has the aid of coffee. I do not. Yeah,
0: you know, I don't I, drink coffee. I would still love to see you on coffee one day. You do not. You don't just, I, I just call just the niece for, back at immaculate. And just for tell just you. for giggles. No, <laughs> you don't want
1: to. I mean, I have little coffee beans candies that I brought back from Columbia. They're still sitting. I took one or two that my father came one time and he opened them and. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. You don't want to see me on caffeine. It's not a pretty sight. That's not a pretty sight. I'm already, I'm already like a ball of Chideree, energy without yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine on caffeine. Plus my cardiologist probably wouldn't approve. So that's awesome.
0: So tell me, how was uh, Saturday? The, the feast, obviously again, and it kind of went under the, flew under the radar. Yeah, but... it Saturday. Because it was a Saturday, but our our feast day, October first, it was
1: very nice. We had Father Andrew celebrated the mass. Uh, cause I had two weddings on, so he he had, was his only mass that day. And so um, he had a nice turnout for. And the sisters came, and they brought their relic of, of Saint of Saint Teresa, and in in the beautiful reliquary that yeah. they have, that is tailor made, uh, custom made for Saint Teresa. It has you know a little carved out image of her, and then four scenes from her life, kind of reminiscent of the stained glass. Mm-hmm on the narthex of the church, and it was it was well attended. Father Andrew brought out, you know, the smells. We just didn't, you know, just didn't have, uh, he had incense but no music. Mm-hmm. But, you know, next year it falls on a Sunday, so we have the option of asking the archbishop, like we did last year, to see if we, could, if we could celebrate on Sunday. We probably will. And as we get closer to um, as we get closer to <clears throat> our, our centennial. Centennial 100. Mm-hmm. 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 No, th- yeah, this is our, the school just turned 97, and we turned 96 this month as a parish. And it'll you know,
0: be it'll be her centennial too, and
1: it'll be her centennial of, 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 in twenty uh, in twenty twenty five as she
0: was canonized. Yep.
1: So all so Saturday was we had that, and then we had like I said all the things that were going on in the parish, confessions and and we had three weddings. We had the bishop, one of the bishops, like, a bishop in to do a wedding, and three was used to be the prefect of the office of new evangelization in the Vatican. So no, very humble, very humble a priest and, and, and bishop who came and, and said and celebrated the three o'clock wedding and i had the other two very nice couples both of them and it was uh but when, when you have back to back to back weddings and a five o'clock mass and i also had a 40th anniversary wedding renewal so it was like three weeks almost three weeks in a row that i have had to do wedding renewals a yep. uh, wedding vow renewals and so it's it but it shows the vitality and the, and the strength of the parish and that it is a parish that is alive a parish that is you know Really thriving, and, and the sacraments are being celebrated. We had, I don't know how many baptisms this weekend, but we did them. And you know, but I, even on Saturday night, I was like, I'm tired. Yep. And still had to get up yep. to do nine o'clock and twelve thirty mats the next morning. So,
0: but it goes right to the gospel this weekend, mm-hmm. so we could dive right in here because it's the the famous mustard seed. Mm-hmm. You know, and and oh, I love I love the image of it. and people don't realize how small a mustard seed is. I was scrolling through uh, Facebook last night. And someone posted a picture of, you know, the, the bottle of mustard seeds with a single mustard seed in their palm. And that thing is tiny.
1: It's It's like if you see, if you look at a bottle of grape bourbon, you know, you could pro, you could make out. Yep. Sometimes they have the mustard seeds in there. So that I remember Father Flores three years ago brought it out as a prop during a children's homily. Uh, Father Andrew told me he did that also his first yep. year as a priest. But... Um, or as a deacon, because he wasn't a priest during the, three years ago. But So yeah, it's very, very tiny, but we have to go... Yep, rewind the, a little bit. <laughs> rewind a little to the beginning of that gospel. Because, you know, what I said is that, you know, this is one of those moments of... There's two moments of great humility by the disciples in the gospel, St. Luke. The first one is when they say, Lord, teach us to pray when, when he teaches them the Our Father. And now, all these things are going on, and... You know, th- this starts off in the fifth verse of, of chapter 17 of Luke. And first of all, th- this is the, the first four verses of, 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 of this chapter are, are harsh. And so Jesus, you know, he said to his disciples, things that cause him will inevitably occur. But what are the persons to whom they occur? It would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and be thrown into the sea. Then for him to cause one of these little ones to sin, be on guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times in one day, returns to you seven times, saying, "I'm sorry," you should forgive them. So this is what's going on. So the disciples are like, "Man, this is, dude. I'm like, you're saying we got to wrap millstones, you know, you know, where, around our neck. You got if a guy, you know, you know, injures us seven times, you're, you know." Sins against the seven times. You have to forgive him seven times. So they're like, how do we do this? So what is the response? Verse 5, And the apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. Because they realize, yeah. like all of us should realize, we look at the teachings of Jesus, we look at the teachings of, you know, you look at the teachings of um, uh, of the Lord in the Gospels, and you realize, this is difficult. Mm-hmm. And the only way we could get through this is saying... In great humility to the Lord, Help. increase our faith. Help! <laughs> Pretty much. And so the Lord obviously accepts that and then goes to your, you know, that beautiful image of the mustard seed. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. <laughs> You're thinking, okay, something so small. You know that's that's all I need. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. But here's the thing: is answer a question and a challenge to each and every one of us? Is our faith that powerful? Because Jesus says all I need is that little faith, but we we don't have it. Jesus says small, but do we measure up? And most of the times we don't.
0: You know, as, as we were getting started today, as you were talking about, you know, how wiped you feel, and, and Father Andrew, and you look like you got hit by a truck. I just kept picturing that scene. But we're happy. We're happy. You are. <laughs> no, you. You're, you love what you do, yeah. and, and it shows. But it, but I was picturing the scene, you know, the woman reaching out to touch just the the hem to... of of mm-hmm. Jesus's clothes, and he feels the power go out from him. <laughs> yeah. And I and I was just looking at you and Father Andrew this morning and going, "Wow, you you look like that scene where you feel the power was just taken out of you." And it, again, it kind of goes to to this gospel where you know it the lord is the one doing everything. Yeah. All all he asks of us <laughs> is God. is that tiny little bit of faith mm-hmm. and and the extraordinary things that he can do with that. You know, in in not just you as a priest but in all of us as a faith community. and and that's why i was blown away by driving up saturday morning and seeing this place hustling and bustling. you know i had tr- i had trouble finding parking on a saturday morning. Yeah, you don't have your reserved parking on Saturday, <laughs> which is a, an incredible problem to have. And and again, it, it goes back to this point of, you know, uh, and yes, we can always be better at it, but faith the size of a mustard seed and what the Lord is able to do with that. It, you know, people say, okay, you know, the
1: priest has to do two three masses on the Sunday. Ah, it's no big deal. Yeah, it is. You know, I. You know, I'm 20 years in, and I never cease to feel exhausted after a Mass. And why is that? Is it Because it's not me just reading off a script. Because you could look at it that way. You could look, okay, I have the prayers there. Yeah. I say those prayers every day, or, you know, for the most part. You know, the opening and closing, and, and, and closing prayers and prayer after communion change. And, you know, but, yeah, it's pretty much the same thing I say every day. So and I and I know it by heart, but it's the meaning behind those words, and it's you know the giving of yourself totally to the homily, and the giving yourself totally to when you say the words "This is my body." <laughs> literally, I, I I think I talked about it two weeks ago when you know I was going through a rough day, and I get to the I had mass at the end of the day, and and I say the words that he, he you know willingly you know that he willingly accepted yep. this right before the words of institution, and you know that. In Spanish, I was playing the match in Spanish. He said that he, you know, that he when he submitted himself to the Passion voluntariamente, accepted, voluntarily In other words, it's a reminder, you know, obviously, that the Lord freely submitted to this. <laughs> but then reminding this said he, had priest, yeah. yeah, you, you, <laughs> you freely signed up for this. You, you freely accepted this, and you continue to accept it. But it goes to all of us because when we go through." our lives and the trials and tribulations of our lives, especially because we're Christian. Mm -hmm. We know because our Lord tells us and warns us about it, The we'll hate you. If you think they hated me, you know, remember if they hate you, they hated me first. So we are going to go through trials, and we will choose to be Christian, which is why we come before the Lord in great humility, like the disciples, and say, increase our faith because we need that faith to be able to get through the day to be able to get through all the trials that you know go away all the obstacles that go away all the tantrums that our children throw all the things that you know that happen in our marriages or happen in our children that happen in school that happen at work all these things we can get through it easier if we increase our if we ask the lord that simple little prayer three words increase our faith that's all we need and what a what a prayer, it is. So, I had the 9 a.m. mass, and I asked the children. I called up. See, the thing is, there's a lot of kids now <laughs> at the 9 a.m. I can't invite them all. You know, if I had invited them all, I think they'd be leaving the altar right about now. <laughs> but so I only it was a sixth grade school mass, so I only invited sixth graders up, which is good because they're young enough, but now they're old enough to to, to, to understand we can have more of a I guess not not mature conversation, but more of a of a, not 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 a child childish yeah. conversation. So, I asked them, "Okay, so what are some of the ways, some of the ways we can increase our faith?" <laughs> One of the kids said, "You know, coming to mass on Sunday." I'm just like, because <laughs> obviously I know that many of the people there, you know, just came to mass because it's their children's class mass, or because their child is reading or singing in the in the choir, and the choir, you know, it was the first time we had the the little flower children's choir, and the, and the junior scholar from the school singing together musketeer singers singing together and they did a beautiful rendition of of canticle of love but they you know it was a beautiful mass so it said in in you know they were there and right before mass one of our one of our precocious altar servers who has an opinion about everything she, and she's she comes up to me before mass he goes father why are there so many people? I'm like, well, it's a, it's a class massive. So I, go, well, I mean, that's a, but that's a good thing she said. I go, yes, yeah, it's, it's a very good thing. She goes, you should thank them for coming. I'm like, no. What's the end of the gospel? <laughs> we are, you know, yep. we are unprofitable mm-hmm. servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. And so I mentioned that during the, during the homilies, like, you know, and I mentioned, and I, saw, I also had the story of what happened to me with that altar server before Mass. And she, a poor thing, was looking, looking for somewhere to hide. But so, the, going to mass one way of increasing our faith. And I go, but going to mass not just when your child is doing exactly. something. Going to mass every, every Sunday,
0: Sunday as you are obliged to do, as Jesus says in the Gospel. That's one of my favorite questions. Yeah, and, and I get it uh, a lot with around registration time for the program. Is, you know, what happens if I don't go to mass? You know. Will, will I hell for all eternity. <laughs> but but they're saying, you know, will, will my child still be able to go through this program and, and prepare for their first communion? And and, I, and my boilerplate response to them is, I'm not the mass police. You're, you're already obliged to do that by the, Third by the virtue of, of, obviously, the commandments, but by virtue of your baptism. You, know, you signed up for this. I'm, I'm not taking attendance. The Lord is taking attendance. That's the question that you, that's better asked to him, not to me. You know, I'm my job is to help prepare you and your children and encourage you, but I'm not going to stand at the door and, and take attendance and thank you for coming. No, you're, you're already supposed to be doing that. Yeah. And you know what?
1: While I was praying at the end of communion, I was thinking, I oh, maybe I should thank them for coming. And I was doing all the announcements. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. So it's like the Lord said, no, no, thank them. They did what they were obliged to do. You know, it, it's like, you know... It's like okay, you went to school today. Yeah. Good job. See, like my parents never told me, "Congratulations, because you got an A." Oh. You know, you were expected. That was what you, you were expected to get good grades. I mean, every now and then they they weren't cruel. You know, every now and then, <laughs> you know, I came home with a you know with a report card with straight A's, which I think only happened once in my entire educational career. But whatever, you know. But it happened. But it happened. You know, junior year of high school. That's pretty okay. impressive. You know, they they me. Did I get any reward? Did I get money? Did I get a prize?
0: No. Do it again. We're going we're gonna to devolve into participation trophies now. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So are, we did but, what we were blessed to but, do. But, you
0: know, Father, again, this image of of this mustard seed. Um, and it's a tricky line to walk, especially for us as, as ministers, as staff, you know, running the parish, running this, the religious head program, you know, having to field these questions. You know, is, and and we've said it over and over again, it's better to have the people in the church Mm -hmm. than not, regardless of their motivation for being there. And and that's why I've always loved this image of the mustard seed, because if we can increase someone's faith just a little bit, you know, whether it's a a word of encouragement, you know, I've I've spoken ad nauseum about this, you know, I I tell people, if you're not coming to Mass every single week, okay, start coming once a month, you know, and, and... just baby steps, you know. And, and if you, if we can increase their faith, the size of a mustard seed, what the Lord can do with that, you know, as He becomes part of their of their life, as He becomes part of their family, as He becomes really essentially part of who they are, because their faith has been increased. You know, we've done we I don't want to say we've done our job check mark, you know, But but that's what we're here to do. You know, to continue to continue bringing people closer to the Lord. Because it's not your job, it's not my job to, to save people. You know, the Lord's doing that. It's our job to bring them to knowledge of who Jesus is and to bring them into relationship with Him. You know, and that's not going to be a 180-degree turn overnight. In some cases, it will. Most of the time, it's going to be, you know, a little mustard seed at a time, a little mustard seed at a time. You know, come come back to church because you had a baby. And you want to have that baby baptized. You know, come back to church because you know you've gone through some trauma and, and you need to find healing somewhere and, and the church is the first place you think of, you know. Come back to church because you know, it's it's the cultural thing to do for your seven year old to receive first communion. You know. and are we as a community, not just us as staff, are we as a parish community, allowing those people to come in you know, and increase their faith, you know, to come in and encounter the Lord and find something the size of a mustard seed so that the Lord can do incredible things through them and with them. And so once they're in there,
1: and it falls on me to to, to, yep. <laughs> to challenge them and to say, okay, this is the direction, you know, our Lord wants us to go in to have a parish filled with holy families, with families who are on fire with the gospel, with families who raise their children to be outstanding Christian Christians and disciples. So First one, you know, when I asked the children to increase their faith, you know, they mentioned Mass, and then sec- and another one said, okay, pray the rosary. So it was good, because I was going to talk about yeah. it, because it's, you know, Friday is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, and October is the month of the rosary. And so I took the rosary out of my pocket, and I have it in my hand right now, and, you know, you, you look at the rosary, and I say, okay, I look out at the parents, I go, parents, this is so important pray the rosary as a family. Pray the rosary as a family because, you know, there's so many evil things going on in the world. The only way to combat them, we have the spiritual weapon in our hands that Our Lady gives us. And she's there praying with us. And yesterday was, 2nd October, we would have celebrated the Feast of the Guardian Angels and our Guardian Angels Mm -hmm. are there praying with us as well and protecting us and protecting your children. So it's like, we need, as a parish, to recover that. And I said, and I, I I went into this more in depth at, at at my Spanish mass yesterday, saying, as a family, when I was a teenager, we would pray the rosary every Monday night. You know, sometimes we'd have other families join us. Sometimes it was up by ourselves. Other you know other friends that would join us. But you know, when you're a teenager, it's Monday night. And you, you know, it's Monday. And it's Monday. You know, just like Monday morning omelets. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to do this. You know. We, we always want to do this, you know. Just, just, just for the record, the podcast, <laughs> or else we wouldn't be doing it. So, uh, but you know, it's like you're a teenager; you want to be doing other things. And, and back then, this is the early nineties, we didn't have internet. You know, all you had was TV, and you know, and go or being outside and and playing basketball or playing football or whatever on the street. And but my parents would say, no, it's whatever time it was. I forget now. Whatever time it was, on Monday night, seven o'clock after dinner or before. Okay. I don't remember when it was. We're praying the rosary. And one of the kids said, the whole rosary? I go, yes, the whole rosary. <laughs> I go, you want me to do just half the mass? I could walk out right now. No, yes, the whole rosary, all five decades of it.
0: You know, So I can't just do the first and let my guardian angel finish it for me mean, as, someone, as, the, as the old... Uh, Teaching goes, <laughs> you know.
1: Some, but, some, but sometimes people feel feel trouble because they start the rosary as they're as they're falling asleep, and they fall asleep. Oh, that's the first decade. You know, go, that's, that's different than. I go, just... that's the Lord taking you into peaceful slumber. <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. But imagine, you know. So I went into a 12:30 mass. I go, imagine if we had, you know, an army of families praying the rosary. The the spiritual impact it would make, and if you say, and if you question, and <laughs> a little tongue in cheek. You know, I, I turn to the people, I go, and if you question the fruit of a family praying the rosary, look at my family. And I go, Ta-da! Produce a priest. <laughs> and everybody just you know, everybody just lost it in masses. It's like, it's true, the proof is in the pudding. You need to arm yourself because we are confronting it. And I don't know how many times this weekend I had conversations with parents who were I mean, we talked about this at Nazim on this podcast, who had who were worried about their children growing up in this world, mm-hmm. and, and and not only just parents. I had a great conversation with Father Uko during dinner on on Saturday on Saturday night. We had dinner together, and just about what is going on in the world because he encounters it, you know, when in his hospital ministry, you know, because you know, in the hospital ministry here, I, you know, we get the people that that come to church on their terms, but we when we go out into the hospitals, we go out into the world. We're meeting, you know. We're meeting the people where they're at, yep. and not because they came to church and, and are, you know, there, they're dealing with different circumstances, different things, different problems. So that, and, and it happens to when I go visit sick people in the hospitals or in their homes. But we were talking about that people are confronted by, especially families, are confronted by so many evils in this world. Really, the only way you get through this, obviously, asking the Lord to increase our faith. And how do you do that? Going to Mass, praying the rosary, praying as a family eating as a family, doing things together as a family, keeping that family unit, you know, tight in. Cuz right now kids are doing so many different things, you know, it's very tough to do things together, but it's important to do things together and not let yourself be distracted by the stuff of the world because if if the world interferes in your family life, then what do we got left? Who's going to who's going to fight the good fight and 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 hold up our, you know, hold up our morals and hold up what we believe in and say this is what our Lord commanded us to do. We were unprofitable words. We were did what we were obliged to do. So that's so important that you know. That's why I raised up the rosary and said, told the parents yesterday at, at the children's mass, pray the rosary with your family. You know, and they may be kicking and screaming, but you, the spiritual you will feel those spiritual fruits. It's powerful.
0: It really is. And I mean, you you can't go wrong going to Mary, right? Nope. I, I love telling the kids. Um, you know, it's it's awesome. It's so awesome to pray to Mary because. You know, I say, when mom asks you to do something, you better do it, right? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, well, what's what are your chores? And does mom tell you to do that chore? Yes, 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 I have to. I have to. Or I get in trouble. I said, all right. So if you go to Mary and ask for something, Mary's going to go to Jesus. And that's that's Jesus' mom. And when mom says do something, he's got to do it. So I said, so have a relationship with Mary. Ask Mary for things because Mary's going to go straight to Jesus and 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 say, all right, this person is asking for this let's do it. Yeah, and obviously, I simplify it for the kids. We don't get it right away. We may not ever get it. We, obviously, it's it's God who decides what graces get imparted and and, and what gets put on pause or on hold or, or doesn't get for our own spiritual good. But it's important that we teach these things to the kids, because Mary is such a powerful intercessor. You know, I, I love... I love teaching the kids about the saints and you know this on on Saturday was our our feast day so I explained what a patron is and you know and I challenged the kids I invited them to go and and discover who their patron saint is and you know who's the saint of their birthday and who are they named after and and have this relationship with the saints but I mean Mary is mm-hmm. next level. You know, so so that's why I love that we dedicate this whole month of October you know to the rosary you know, because we can increase our increase our faith through the intercession through the maternal aid of Mary, you know, this entire month long. Yeah. And and again, that little tiny mustard seed. If we can just grow that much, you mm-hmm. know, how much more powerful we can be. And, you know, we see it. We're, we're so hesitant to believe it, but we see it over and over and over. You know, you said, you know, ta-da, look at, look at what the, a family praying the rosary did now. But even in Scripture, you know, the apostles themselves, what they were able to, mm-hmm. just the acts of the apostles. Raise the dead. You know, and you and and you and we still doubt. <laughs> yep. You know, the apostles we went out and and performed miracles in the name of Jesus, and we have it there. You know, words on paper. This actually happened. Witness accounts, and we still doubt. You know, miracles that are continuing to happen today, and we still doubt. You know, the other day we had uh, Saint Januarius, and his blood liquefies on mm-hmm. his feast day. And I and it, how do you explain that one away? Every year, on the every single year on his feast December. day, it's the the blood liquefies, mm-hmm. you know, and and we still think that's coincidence. No, that's that's a miracle. Lord, increase our faith.
1: And to wrap it up with some practical advice and how we can increase our faith,
0: you know, I was mentioning
1: yesterday in my twelve thirty homily at you know I, you were talking right now about having Mary intercede for us. So I remember years and years ago, it was early on in seminary when. You know, my spiritual director's teaching me how to pray. He says, you know, just obviously, you, when you pray your rosary, Mary's there with you. But but think go beyond that. You know, obviously Mary's there with you. We mentioned the guardian angels earlier. You know, your guardian angel's always praying for you, always interceding for you. But then pick your favorite saints and say, you know what? Saint so-and-so, come and pray with me. So obviously tomorrow is the feast day of Saint, uh, of saint Francis and yep. Francesco, which is my my patron saint. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I like to think. So imagine, like I say, imagine a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Your mount, <laughs> personal Mount Rushmore, and I, and I'm going to do that. And George is probably going to be have his wheels turning while I'm saying this. So I'd probably have, you know, Saint Francis of Assisi. Obviously, Saint Saint Therese, who's our patroness here, John of the Cross, and then, john paul you know there's so many others i could get john of the cross john paul the second i can get you know so many john bosco you know well, i, I know you're gonna my say, boy but i'm just saying but just <laughs> just those four if i i have you know the blessed mother there and i have therese i have john of the cross two carmelite saints to my to my right and i have friend you know i have francesco and i have john paul II. second but you can't go wrong obviously joseph Great intercessor, You just did the the, the, okay. the, the consecration. Just you see what a powerful intercessor he is. But you know, who are your Mount Rushmore's of saints that could help you intercede for you to for you to increase your faith? So if you just picture, if you do the close eye and you picture it, and you say, okay, I'm, I'm sitting there in a chapel, or I'm sitting there in the church, or wherever it is where I pray, and Marys are praying with me, and I ask you know two or three or four saints to come and pray with me. And pray for me yep.
0: and recede for me. Who do you who do you got? I got John Bosco. Uh-huh. I got Joseph, Saint Therese, and you, and that, player to be named later. Player to be named. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, just to pick four. That's that's rough because every day is different. Yeah, and and based on what we need, what we're going through, we can have four completely different saints that that we ask to come join us tomorrow than we did today because. You know, something happened overnight, or something happened in the morning, and and now all of a sudden, tonight I'm going to take the sisters to
1: see the Knights of Columbus movie they made on Mother Teresa. Oh, nice! And there, there's there's a powerful little saint. Yeah. You know, that that was so powerful in this world, and what she not only what she said, she'd said some powerful things, but mostly what she did. So all these things bring them together. You know, when you sit down to pray, hopefully with rosary in hand. And say, Lord, increase our faith. And I have all my friends here who come to help me, who are interceding with me. I got your mom, I got your dad, I got all these saints, your friends, they're here to help me intercede. Picture that. And again, implore our families, pick up your rosary, pray with your children, pray as a family. If we do that as a parish, if we can get an army of families to pray the rosary at least once a week, a lot, a lot of families come up to me after my me, oh, father we do it every day. That's awesome, you know, but if we could do that just once a week as my family did, you know, wow,
0: you wait and wait wait and see what the Lord has in store for us. I would like to be known as Jorge Santibañez, MD now.
1: We all got, just everybody knows. We went online. Yeah, all of us did. We all got neurology <laughs> degrees last week. And
2: meteorology because we were tracking
1: hurricanes. We have
0: meteorology because, yeah, we got, we got that. We had a very productive week last it week. Was, hey, now, I got to take down some things off my wall to put those new degrees up. And uh,
2: them resumes. <laughs> so Unreal. we're meteorologists and neurologists. Unreal.
0: So obviously we're talking about
1: how everyone became an expert overnight in head trauma. Yes, because of Tua, and 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 this is not to poke fun or make light of the seriousness of of what happened to Tua. Because you had a very quick reaction to me, which was a forward for letter reaction <laughs> that you sent to me. What was your reaction? <laughs> which I cannot Ashley? repeat here. Uh,
2: I said to when, you when
1: when when uh, when Tua went down on I Thursday. I texted you. I
2: said this is really bad, huh? It is.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, thanks be to God and and. The worst injury that I had was on preseason, where it was in Houston. That field is always horrible, and that's always been a den of horrors for the Dolphins, at least back then. And during preseason, you know, we had Dustin Keller, who was great, great Jets, Jets uh, yeah, tight end, tight end, Absolutely. who had come One from the do- had come to the Dolphins, yeah, yeah. and he and Tannehill were just in sync that preseason, and literally standing right in happened right in front of me. I see a corner. I don't know if it was a cornerback or a linebacker go right at Keller's knee and blows up his oh, knee. Oh man! Okay, and he was, and you could tell it was bad. It was the only time that I had to take the team. I mean, it wasn't the entire team, but I took you know several guys and kneel down, you know, on the we sideline prayer. in prayer. But yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a powerful moment on Thursday to see the entire team there around midfield. You know, where two was basically draped down, and we didn't yeah. know. Yep. Is you know the first thing we thought of is he paralyzed? Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, is that it? He looked it looked bad before he even hit his head. Just the way his no no because he came down on, on his lower back. But but then... he he looked awkward just in the tackle. Yeah. Not even counting hitting his head and, and what happened afterwards. Just the actual act, the actual motion of tackling. Yeah. He was, looked and it was very violent. I mean, yeah. it was not an illegal tackle. No. It was it, it, was, it was a violent
1: tackle, and two is not a big guy, so nope. you can you could throw him around a bit which is something that his durability is something that's always been in question mm-hmm. yeah. now it was the, even on twitter the reaction he shouldn't have been out there we all saw and you know and then everybody the righteous indignation mm-hmm. and no one giving crap about yeah. is this is this young man okay yeah he's going to the hospital yeah. and then when the hospital releases him why is the hospital releasing him so fast i go I I go with that. That's why you said we all got neurology degrees, apparently. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, are the, you know, apparently, yeah, the Dolphins are powerful enough to have the University of Cincinnati in their pocket, but they're not powerful enough enough to win a Super Bowl. That's right.
2: The thing that got me the most is when he went down, the way his hands came up like a dinosaur,
1: his finger, thumb
2: went out like no other. And that's how you knew, like, it wasn't a back, you knew it wasn't hand.
1: No, we knew it was neurology at that point. It was bad.
2: And just the fact that he didn't move. So, like I told you guys, I went to, I'm went i a huge NASCAR fan. I've been to so many Coke Zeros, Daytona 500. I was at the race with Dale Earhart when he passed away on turn four. Oh, wow. Mm. And we kept waiting for Dale to get out of the car. Yeah. And he never did. And for some sick I remember, reason... I remember watching that race. Monica. I was waiting for Tua just to give a hand up or no, something. No, he didn't. And, that's, and that's he what worried me. did. That's what worried yep. me.
1: I, You know, it's funny you should mention that race because I remember... Watching that race, thankfully Dale, you know, this you have to be a NASCAR historian. Dale went so many years without winning the Daytona. He would win everything else, every other, you know, the the Coke, the the, the, the Pepsi 500, the Pepsi 400 in July 4th weekend, all all the different races. And he had won every single race possible at Daytona 500, except for the actual Daytona 500. He had won it, but now comes, you know, Fox's start. That was the first broadcast at Fox's, so it was a new era in NASCAR, and they, they did it all big. And then And then Daryl Watch was calling the the, the race and his brother, Michael, you know, who was racing for Dale Earnhardt Racing, wins the race Mm -hmm. right in front of Dale Earnhardt going into turn four. And then all of a sudden, you know, Daryl Watt just crying because his little brother won the biggest race in NASCAR, Super Bowl of uh, of racing. Yeah, yeah. And he looks back and he said, wait a second, something's wrong with Dale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're waiting for him to get out of the car. That's what we were doing on Thursday. We were waiting for him.
2: Yeah. Never came Because anything. you always
1: get a thumbs up, right? Nothing.
2: And they were chanting, and I give Cincinnati fans No, big God bless him. To they did. What? Yeah, they, they gave the God bless crap, him. Yeah. And he, I, I'm thinking he hears it, and his family, his parents, are actually at the game. They're in the stands, and the fact yeah. that he just never gave us anything.
1: And also props to the Buffalo Bills, the Bills Mafia. Mafia. They came oh, yeah, through and they, they donated a lot of money to donations on yeah, behalf of Josh they, Allen. They, they really did uh they came through after all they're whining last week about the heat um, <laughs> so
2: talking about buffalo i had a tweet ready to go you guys are laughing oh, about this go. i had a tweet of hard rock stadium with half the sun shown in the stadium and then i had a tweet of baltimore on a rainy day and the tweet was going to say unacceptable playing conditions uh. according to the bills <laughs> and they ended up winning so May- i was able won. to tweet it ah, but i was literally ready to go viral buffalo, yesterday
0: man.
1: They they won, oh, but poor and, and poor Baltimore. No man, they, they keep blowing leads. And I'm not, I'm not. wait. And that's my, another thing about pick them uh, is a disaster. They right
2: should now. have let him score the touchdown. They to get the they get the ball. Clock.
1: They should have kicked the field goal at four They're minutes s- left to take was the lead. So But <laughs> oh. but I want I have a bone to pick. The analytics with is me. No, with John Harbaugh. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, you know, you you mind your own store. You don't worry about what's going on, and you don't impine what's going on in other teams. Yeah yeah. And he had to throw his hand in the ring on the Tua thing. Oh, in 40 years of... Yeah. My father pointed this out to me. Oh, in 40 years of coach, it's the worst thing i ever seen. He said to me... I didn't see that." My father said this to me. Ryan Clark, they played that sound. I think it was on NFL Live. And Ryan Clark says, yeah, no, coach. He said, I... He said, I personally hit one of your players
2: mm-hmm.
1: who also had to get his face mask removed yeah. and had to be carted off the field. And you were... And that was a lot worse than what happened to two on Thursday. Again, everybody wanted to ride the righteous indignation train and saying, not worried about how was this young man's health, which from every report that we've, you know, this is Monday morning, we have a game on, on Sunday. From every report he's cleared every hurdle. And, yeah. and And now I sincerely doubt that he will play on, on Sunday. Because here some even fa- if he's cleared that's no but but father Andrew posed a very interesting question to me last night because he asked me he asked me well, what would happen could you were behind the scenes I, go, well, I mean yeah. and I mean I, I I couldn't answer even if I was behind the scenes but he goes if he's cleared would 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 it be a medical decision or would it be a PR decision to hold him back I go at this point I think it would be PR yeah. it
2: has to be PR and you got to realize like if it's not too they're going Teddy Bridgewater so it's not scholarship. Hey, no,
1: but Teddy, but, did a... t- but Teddy had helped us. I mean, that, that interception at the end of G- because he was going to Gasicki, Gasicki G- went one way, Teddy went it the other. It's just
2: communication.
1: But if you give Teddy, they go back, they were off since last Thursday, they come back into the building today. If you say, you know, you, you don't have to tell the Jets that Teddy's your starter, you don't have to tell anybody anything. No, not but business. You just say, Give Teddy all the first team reps. Get that timing down. Listen, he threw that bomb to Cheeto, yep. which was an amazing catch Beautiful. by Tyreek Hill. He we were we had that lead. We were within one score in the fourth quarter. All the games this weekend were all within one score in the fourth quarter, except for one game, which yes. was shocking to me.
2: I think I'm and winning.
0: I, and my pick them Tampa, is a disaster.
1: Tampa I think Bay and I'm Kansas City. In like I got that one right.
2: Second place. Let me see. Yeah, you no
1: know. one cares where we are, guys. I just no one cares. I do. I, like the I do. rights. But no one listening well, cares
2: I where we are. He's probably losing. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing okay. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm above 500. How many people are still listening at the 42 minute mark? Yeah,
1: I know, but I'm saying nobody cares.
0: Like <laughs> nobody
1: cares about your fantasy team. I don't have one, but I don't either. No. So you know, we, we all renounce fantasy, but it, my Sundays are so much more peaceful, and they are peaceful when the Dolphins aren't playing.
2: I'm in fourth. And,
1: no, you're doing pretty well. And, and I think Father Andrew's the one that's in, in the Even lead. first, yeah. Father Andrew, and, he's, Father
0: Andrew had a heck of a week. He, he only went, missed he one. He missed one. The Lions. He
2: has, like some divine intervention, some holy No, he did. Either. He, he, knows what he's he doing. makes
1: some bold picks. <laughs> yeah. He he picked the Jets to beat the Steelers. And who saw that coming?
2: He picked the Bengals to beat us.
1: He did. Yeah. Uh, only one. Yeah. And oh. I went back and forth in the Bills. And I thought I had changed my pick from the uh, – I had picked the rating, and I thought I had changed it back to the Bills – and I didn't. And the bells. But whatever.
0: I need tonight's game to stick to five hundred.
1: You 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 know. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. So
2: basketball I, starts tomorrow.
1: Basketball. Well, can we talk about we season. have we have we have Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero locked up.
2: Four years. He's ours. Now is he going to stay that six man role or is he actually going to become a starter?
1: Now he wants to start, it, and I love Eric Spolster's reaction. He goes, "Listen, I want everyone to want to start on this team." You want that ambition. You want that competition. So, but I really do think if you're paying that guy that amount of money, and a friend of mine made a good point yesterday. I go, this is a better investment than we did in Duncan Robinson, who disappeared in the playoffs last year. So, as we listen to the fire drill oh, going drill, off in yeah. the church, I mean, in the school, <laughs> I know, cool. I, thankfully, I know that it's a fire drill. I don't know if you could hear it on the microphones, but, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, Paris in 19, 1940. So it's like, <laughs> um, but. Uh, Anyway, all, they're all running. Uh, they're not running. No they're one going one out orderly fashion. <laughs> so th- that's a joke from one of my books. <laughs> you know, that's that's from Spaceballs when when uh, when uh, the ship is being the ship is going to be self destructed. Where are we? Paris, nineteen forty. It's uh-uh. something along the lines. What was I talking about? Oh, Duncan Tyler Robinson. Hero. Being Duncan Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson being cold. Mm-mm. And uh, hopefully he turns that around because we need those. Uh, we need those three, those threes to start falling, especially in crunch time. And Tyler can, and Tyler needs to
0: be a starter. He we really can, does. Be we can we can actually go around the entire room right now. This is one of those rare weeks where everyone yeah. is in action. All right, Hockey's so back.
1: We, we'll, we'll talk about that one last. But hockey is back, and the Panthers are doing preseason stuff. Inner Miami right. keeps winning. Iguain, Iguain scored eighty-six. Still above. You still, the have, you still line. have a chance. They have what two games left or yep. something? Yeah. In dry pink, so get, get up there. I have
2: all the clothes, but I was going to be a <laughs> ticket holder that year, and then COVID happened because I was living in Fort Lauderdale. That there you go. Had, but so i, I go. Make,
1: make Make the trip before. I'm right. I don't think we're going to host a playoff game. I don't know. Like that would be but, cool. But Iwain keeps coming in 86 minute and 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 scoring those goals to get us. Uh, I think we have Orlando
0: get, this week. Oh,
1: beat Orlando. So we talked about the Heat Dolphins. Canes behind me. And this morning, uh, Mario went on the Joe Rose Show and said, You don't get you don't get rid of your quarterback because of one bad game, you know. You know, and yeah, I think that uh, that's the right call. I mean, you you stick with TBD and uh, North Carolina. You know, put up big points against Virginia Tech over the weekend. College football was a little crazy this weekend. I didn't catch
2: anything.
1: FSU FSU lost. Oh, got their first loss. Kansas ranked.
0: Kansas. Syracuse ranked.
1: Syracuse ranked. You know, Wake Forest. Who had Georgia
0: Tech beating Pitt?
1: Pitt? No one. That. After firing
0: their coach, yeah,
1: <laughs> amazing, and Georgia almost losing Georgia got should a scare. have lost to Ms. Missouri. Lost their first place <laughs> by two points oh, in the, Alabama. AP.
0: Man, Just. they lose.
1: The, they lose their starter and still go up to, you know, to it's
2: typical Alabama. to Arkansas
1: and beat and beat uh, Pig Sui over there. But no, so all that and then that leads us to something that Jorge said. I. I I would go look up the sound, but it would take me too much time. April. what are April, you doing? <laughs> no, no. April, when we did our MLB preview. Yeah. Or it maybe it wasn't April. Maybe it was later on in the season when the Mets had this insurmountable lead. Ten and a half games up. Jorge said, at some point, Mets scene will commence. Yep. And it was c- almost clinched last night. Okay? Yes. When
0: collapse. Swept. Oh, I mean, they're still in the playoffs. But they're still, but but still, they, they have led the division. They the, led the division for 170 days. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. And they and they gave it up in the last three, Week. the last three four games of the season. Mm-hmm. That is classic Mets. Mets. Even One with Buck Showalter.
2: Our Marlins are making postseason, but I'm going to go to the game on Wednesday just to say, last game, just to, four o'clock. Four ten, just to kind of well, old. It's a four
0: ten start. It yep. is, yeah. Oh, we're gonna. We have CCD Tell uh, tell Donny, good riddance. I am. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So that team, there's obviously.
2: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, they did. They <laughs> uh, uh.
0: we we
1: I hate doing this because we're rarely in the postseason, but we play the spoiler world pretty well.
0: We do, but I'm we tired basically of gift the wrapped
1: sp- the playoffs for Philadelphia. Yep. We took three of four from the the Brewers, helped San Diego get into the the playoffs. And the only game we lost was a game started by Sandy. Baseball, everyone. Baseball.
2: Aaron Judge, though.
1: Still stuck at six. He's had one home run in two weeks. I mean, he has four games. (laughs) Four guys. The the thing is, that, and that home run did not come in Yankee Stadium. I I don't know. It wasn't the pressure because he's getting hits. He's still in line for the triple crown. Yeah. Drawing a lot of walks, a lot of three-two counts, because I've seen so many of those at-bats. And... Uh,
2: a lot of foul tips i mean he's getting pitches but i'm going to say
1: this right now what's the one i'm going to i'm gonna say this to Jorge. I, I, I haven't asked him that this 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 question this morning what's the one team that you wouldn't want to face in the postseason oh, right well, now oh i know
2: exactly it's i know exactly right now right now oh i
1: know astros no saw it over the weekend atlanta they're doing the same thing They're they did last year.
0: Got hot at the right moment. Yeah. That's
1: the thing. And I think I said this back in May, back in June, when the Yankees are all hot and, and running away with everything. And then they had that slump in I wasn't a slump. That was just a collapse. Yeah. In in August, thankfully the, the division league was more than the, what the Mets had. And now it's nine and a half and we already clinched the division. But, you know, the Yankees are running. I go, no, I need them to do this in October, not in May, mm-hmm. not in not in June. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the only thing. I mean, I'm glad it's more excitement. I'm glad there's there's a playoff format, but it takes away a little bit of the regular season. Agreed. That, you know, you do 162 games. Now, the last salvo for Jorge, because this will probably be the last time that he has an opportunity to take jabs at Donnie Baseball, <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> baseball players growing up.
0: A great baseball player, but. Yeah. So
1: listen to me. <laughs> so your 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 reaction to the decision? Oh, Sandy was God. supposed to start on Wednesday. No. I mean, that's
2: the reason why we we're really going is to see Sandy pitch one more time before he and his and uh, Donnie said
1: the other day. no, nope, Saturday was his last. Sandy start. It,
0: <inaudible> If you're on the road, fine, I get it. But it's your it's your home closer. I know. It, it's the home crowd last chance on what's been a remarkable season. At the very least, trot him out there for for an inning or two. Yeah,
1: and, and I agree with his stance. Say no, you don't trot him out there for you know do the bullpen just for one inning and you know the whole routine. Just listen, great year. If he's okay. not the Cy Young, I I don't know what I don't know what. To, don't know what to I'm say. going to Cooperstown. I'm going. to I mess. mean, I don't know what's to, this kid. Yes, his record. You, know, you look at his record, unremarkable. But look at the team he pitched for. You
0: here's, at, here's my here's my real problem with, with the decision not to start him on Wednesday. Sandy's last home start. He pulled him between innings, so he didn't get an ovation. So he couldn't. The home crowd didn't even get a chance to, to give him the, the ovation as he walked off the mound.
2: Well, George, I can tell you on behalf of Marlins Nation, when I met him a few weeks ago, I thanked him for everything he's done for our organization. Listen, yesterday, <laughs> St. Louis did it beautifully.
1: Yesterday, we're losing to the Pirates. I just saw this right before we came to the studio. Uh, the manager came out when the game was official in the fifth inning at the bottom. No, it was in the top of the fifth inning. Yeah. Uh, Wainwright was pitching. Molina was catching. Pujols was on first. He went to the mound and pulled all three at the same time. That's it's the last. That's how you hurrah. do it. Pujols, by the way, getting a seven hundred one. 0 1. He was two. like one of the yeah. baseball players. He got a girl, home run yeah. in his last home game. What, well, his first, first home game for the St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah. Got a home run. First at bat, excuse me. Last at bat for the St. Louis Cardinals at home? Got a home run. That is He's fantastic. perfect book. Yeah. Yeah, but can we just take away the Angels' years. It's like he went into... That's what happens to the Angels. That's why I don't want a Tawny there. That's why I don't want Mike Trout there. <laughs> I don't know what happens out there. They, It's like they get sucked into a black hole in baseball. You know, yeah. these guys need to be... If they were the Dodgers, they'd get more pub. In Anaheim, they don't. Mm-hmm. But that's... pools. A lot of stuff going on on the league. So here's what happens with the Braves and the Brewers. I'm uh, sorry, the Mets and the Brewers. The Mets have to win out, and the Braves have to lose out for the Mets to win the division. The Brewers have to win out, and the Phillies have to lose out yeah. for the Brewers to get in. So the Marlins have to sweep the Braves. And you wanted to get a jab in on that one? How the Marlins marketed this series?
2: I showed you. Yeah, I sent that to you. <sighs>
1: Can you explain to our listeners, Jorge, what the Marlins... Disgusting.
0: To... <laughs> they, put a, they put out a, an all-call to New York Mets fans.
2: <sighs> come out to the stadium. To so come out
0: and cheer the Marlins against the Braves. But now...
1: The Marlins could not have been rooting for the Braves last night because now there's not much to stake because no, they don't have unless, the, like I said, unless the Marlins sweep. Pablo already pitched yesterday. And what are the pitched, Mets going
0: to come to see to watch the Braves celebrate on the on the field? That's
1: what they're going to see. At some point, the Braves are going to clinch the division. Now, I do have a problem with the the the, the <sighs> that last night's game was leave important. It, leave it
0: to the Marlins, man.
1: Last night was important <laughs> between the Braves and the Mets because <laughs> all the Mets had to do was win one game and they would have clinched the season series because now that's a tiebreaker. Yep. Because it doesn't matter anymore if you end up with the best record. It mm-hmm. used to be you had a play game. You had the game 163, yeah. the tiebreaker game, which is so historic. Bucky Dent and the greatest game in baseball history, the greatest moment in baseball history, Bobby Thompson in 1951, the Dodgers collapsing, the Giants catching them. Actually, actually, it was a three-game series to get into the, to get into the World Series. And Bobby Thompson shot her around the world. The Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant, and we don't have that anymore because we got to get to the we got to get to the wild card games fast. Leave that day Thursday. Nobody's playing. That's that's for game one sixty three. The Mets, if they are still tied, who wouldn't want to watch? The Mets and the Braves on Thursday battling In out yeah. to get you know, both have great records and both have mm. 14 and a half game leads on the next wild card team.
2: I can tell you who the Braves can take when they leave here is take Jorge Soler back. He didn't do anything for us this season. <laughs> Please, just <laughs> take him. What a disappointment. They
0: can Garcia? take Avisalil Garcia.
2: Take him. And give me back Aggie, though.
1: He's with the Orioles.
2: I I know, but I want to <laughs> see him back here. <laughs> you know, they but were. No.
1: So, so the we got So the
0: Mets went from 10 and a half games up. They went from from the division and a and a bye mm-hmm. to a three game playoff, a uh, wild card series against San Diego with come. San Diego, and and everything that comes with that. And then if they win that, but it's all three are at home though. Yeah, but still, it's San Diego, and still it's the Mets. <laughs> exactly. And then if they survive that, L.A., you got the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Yikes! So
1: have fun with that. But I'd prefer that than just sitting here another October and saying, or oh, what are we gonna do in the offseason? Let's play spoiler. I'm tired of it. Tired there's, of it. There's always the coastal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm a Yankee fan because Ugh. I wanna I wanna go, you know, I wanna go to I have yet to go to a postseason game in Marlins Park or whatever they call it. Lone Depot. Thank you. <laughs> I've yet to go, I've I've seen playoff type games there because of the world baseball classic yeah. coming in March.
2: Can't wait.
1: You know, but I want you know we couldn't go in 2020 because it was the COVID. it was COVID. You know,
2: I'm come on. Just think we have a great football team, a great basketball team. But, Don't but, be greedy, father. No no
1: no, no. no uh, yes, I'm gonna be greedy. <laughs> I'm like, yes. We're
2: doing well. Sports. Playing, we, we, you're doing we have well. not
1: gotten this right. So every they start firing minor league people and, and yeah. directors and scouts. And holding people accountable. Who's holding the GM accountable? Here we go. Who's in charge? Yeah. Who's in charge over there? Here we go. <laughs> and Alfie, I don't care if you're listening I to this know, podcast.
0: Say- <laughs>
1: and I thank you for the generosity always show my parish. But I'm a fan. I want to be in the playoffs. Yes. I'm going on a Tommy Hunt rant here.
0: <laughs> Who's in charge? I'm just letting it. I'm just letting it roll.
1: Who's in charge? Well,
2: your boy Jeter, like, jumped <laughs> ship before the game because because started. Because
1: it's dysfunction over there. Yeah. We're not spending money. We just got more money from the naming rights. We got more money from the RSN deal. Spend the money. Tell him. You know, Castellano would have been a terrible signing because he had a terrible year.
2: So what do we need to do in the offseason? Spend naming? money. <laughs> 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 I knew he was going to say that. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming.
1: You've taken enough of it from me. <laughs> yeah taking it up from, 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 from my friend across the way over here. We have a Marlins flag that cost us money here. You got money from that. Then the two cents you made off that Marlins flag, go buy somebody. That, that two cents should go to obviously Al Garcia's contract. Oh, I
2: don't know about him. I'm up and down with that, man.
1: Dear my goodness. You are right there? No, man. <laughs> my home baseball team. Father, to me, it's Zachary Yeah, You still have the Yankees. Yeah, but I can't, go to, I can't go to Yankee Stadium every day if I wanted to. That's true. I can't go to Marlins Park every day if I want to. but still, I don't have that option. I can't get on a plane every two days and go to Yankee Stadium like the owners of uh, the Mar- of the Yankees do. They live in Tampa and go up there for home mm-hmm. Get it together, Marlins. Um. Get it together. I love you guys. We we, we bleed for we you cheer. guys. We bleed we
2: season tickets. All you of know? that we do it. I mean, we're there.
1: Who's in charge? And I don't. And, and listen, this is not sex or anything. I don't care. If she's a woman. She's being judged by the same way we would judge, you know, Chris Greer or Andy Eisenberg in, yeah. the, in the Heat or whoever the heck the, pa- the, the, the the general manager of the Panthers is. Okay? Kim, you did a terrible job left off season. Okay? You can't blame Donnie. You can't blame your pitching coach because Mel Stodemeyer, you know, outdid himself this year. Sign him. Keep him. They better keep him. No, they have to keep and him. And you know they're not. Really? You think Because he's he's hot house. commodity. But, Ooh-ee. is this gonna go to air? Of absolutely, <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, th-
2: <laughs> Just don't hashtag anything. Wait, the, the
1: microphones are on.
2: No, it's frustrating. I mean, on Wednesday, like you said, at best, Sandy was supposed to pitch Wednesday. That's the reason why we were gonna really go to see Sandy pitch one more time, and he's not pitching. I'm gonna. I'm who's gonna, gonna, say, gonna be
0: there? I'm gonna start. Who's gonna be there? That's what.
1: What's the over under of how many people you're gonna think are gonna be on a Wednesday game? at four I'm at four ten? I'm gonna say seven thousand.
2: I'm gonna start a Sandy chat, Sandy. Sandy, no, I'll man. start it, I'll start it, I'll start it, I'll
1: start it. <laughs> you know how much fun my nephews have when they go to a game? I love going. This man right here sitting across from me. Yesterday, because the Dolphins weren't playing, we were playing in extra innings, and there's playoff stakes involved. I turn on the game. We almost blew it in the 10th. Thankfully, won it in the 12th. And so I text him, he goes, and we were talking about because we, we need to practice because we have the golf tournament next week. Yeah. You know, when was the last time he saw... Um, uh, uh, you know, probably the last time we played golf, which was early August. What does that say? Yep.
2: It's not, the vibe's not here. it, it just...
1: And, y- yeah. you know, and I know it's like, you know, you put a winner on the field, people will come. Of course. People will come, Ray. People will come. And yes, they have spent the money before. In 2012, they spent the money and that imploded spectacularly. I don't know if it's... if There's so much... Bad history
0: here.
1: So much bad history. Can't believe that on October 3rd, in the middle of football season, I've talked and ranted 10 minutes about the Miami Marlins.
2: We're we're listening. So tell
1: me if I'm not a fan or not. Okay, that's what the word fanatic means. That's it. It's a fan, yeah. How come you're not chiming in?
0: No, I'm... We're enjoying your... uh... uh, Yeah, for for starters, I'm enjoying the rant. But um, that ship sailed...
2: When he but the that's flag down frustrating a few weeks ago It is seven, frustrating yeah.
0: but but at, at this point you know I'll get upset Who's when, in charge? I'll get upset again when we screw up the off season but for this year I'm done just it's
1: over it well, well you know what I I don't want to do this now but <laughs> sometime in the you know sometime in, in December we'll, we'll do a hot stove thing with it and see what, what do we need you know who do we need all that because but th- and every team goes through that I I get it yeah, we've been going through year? it for every year there's our 30
0: this is our twenty eighth rebuild in thirty years,
1: thirty years, thirty years. My
2: life, yeah,
0: thirty years.
2: And you compared to the Heat, the Heat have been around for thirty four years this year, and look how much more successful. Three the championships, heat have been, you know, this and that.
1: I don't know how many straight sellouts. And it's not about the ballpark. Don't talk to me about. Oh, we're gonna create a fun ballpark I don't care what's going on in what used to be the Clevelander, rest in peace. And you know, I'll, I'll, I don't care. What I want is a winning product on the field. You don't want a fish race. Actually, I admit, actually, I missed <laughs> that. I feel like that's trigger words. I, I, trigger I, know, race. I know, I know, I missed that. Aww. it was our, our our stupid version of of the, the of, of, of the of the sausage. Yeah. No, it's the sausage
0: races. race. Do they even do
1: the president races? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, you saw. That was, right, was you Was it, there? You there saw for it. For you we got yeah. two
0: sausage races yesterday
1: that's right because it was all, all the x-rays <laughs> so anyhow uh but it's not about, i don't get like demon O'Miami. miami that was a great idea so people <laughs> give their input here i have my input it's on it's on it's on recording you know who do i send it to that's my question
2: they don't listen
1: no but i'm saying but ashley see if you have a problem with the parish who do you send it? you talk to me talk
2: to you
1: okay or you talk to the archbishop who's in charge you mean the owner
2: she won't listen. No, no, I'm not talking. No, no, no. Oh, Sherman. Yeah, owner,
1: yeah. I mean, and who they're holding people accountable. Who's holding Kim Angle and accountable? Listen, I'm proud of our French for being trailblazing and hiring the first GM in North American sports history. Proud of her. And she comes and has great stock and did great things with the Yankees and with the Dodgers. Okay, but had a terrible offseason. Every move she made was wrong. It didn't have to do with pitching. Okay. And I've pitched more innings than Sixto Sanchez has in the last three years.
2: And I feel like they're ruining Jesus Lazardo's career by letting him start these games and then pull in a bullpen and he just
1: yeah, explodes
2: so. and makes out that there's a but lot you, of But you need a,
1: you need electricity. You need <sighs> what's going on in City Field. I, and I know we don't have the Steve Cohen money. And I don't I know we don't have the Steinbrenner money. I don't know, you know, to the million dodger Dodger owners. I don't know we I know we don't have that money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. But we do so, have money. So hire Joe Madden. Who knows how to get you know everything out of young players he took them to a World Series yep
0: so so Lord <sighs> increase our faith huh increase our faith
1: <laughs> and this is why we need to pray the Rosary because we have things like the Marlins that who make us, us pray and, deter and stress us and take us away I time. had no idea we were going I was going to go on
0: a rant about the Marlins
2: I should have I should't have told you I'm going Wednesday I just... Angry
0: manny uh-uh. he was it was due it was do It was built up was, from all season. I was being nice, and I said, <laughs> and I think
1: this: the Marlins are great in their community relations department. Of course, they're great with us. They they always host our school for the national anthem. I hope, still hope, they continue to host. You ruined that, Father. To to that. <laughs> We're done. We're okay. never going to be welcome back to but Long Depot Park it's a, now. It's so about. It's done at the end of the day. It's about the product That's on it. the field. It's about the nine guys that take the field. Everything else. Is just a sideshow, okay? If I if I I think I mentioned this to you one time. If they did, ever did a ballpark promotion that it said the game's going to be played in silence. So Sign me up. You know, there's not going to be player intros. There's not going to be music between innings. All you're going to hear is the crack of the bat, hear the, the, pop, manager, of the, glove. the pop of the glove, yeah. the manager screaming onto the field, the manager's getting into arguments. Sign me up. Yeah, like little league Saturday morning. Pretty much. Do that, you'd be surprised how many people would show up. <laughs> buy a hundred tickets myself out of my out of my pocket. Oh, there we go. We have it recorded. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'd buy the home run porch tickets. But anyhow, <laughs> seven dollars. And cost. also the, the the price. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. I could go on forever. Yeah, we got we got to wrap that. it up.
0: We were we were running so the postseason. We, we know were that gonna have, have a short months, episode right? and then and then and then I went off the rails. With the
2: morning. <laughs> we just sat here and listened. It's okay. Do you feel better? Or you feel worse? You feel worse. Both feel worse. You feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know it. I feel worse. Oh, but anyhow. No. So, yes, that's why we need, to, we need more faith. <laughs> and faith is important in baseball. You go out there and you believe that your guy's going to get a hit. Yeah. And, and I've done this homily a million times of comparing baseball. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's the closest sport you can compare to our yep. faith. It's all about coming home. So we ask the Lord to increase our faith. Yes, I ask the Lord to increase my faith mm-hmm. in my local baseball team. That I want to support, that among, I want to give my among money a, to, among a lot of other things, you know. And still, after this, they're still going to be calling me a million times over the off season to see if I want to become a season ticket holder yes. again. It's going to happen. So, Lord, increase our faith. Take up the rosary. Pray it as a family, and and come out it. to the parish. We and got we got a lot going a lot on. Lot going week. on this week. So uh, tomorrow we have the blessing of the animals, and if, up you're, Thursday, still, you have the rosary, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, <laughs> and, probably not. <laughs> but and yes, the rosary, most important thing. Pray it as a family, and may Almighty God bless all of you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And pray for Tua.